I just noticed something, TDT. What? It's like your group of people call it like top deckers. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. Yeah, they're the top deckers. <laughs> they're the top deckers. That's pretty dope. Yeah, oh, go yes. ahead. I got, you, you got your intro thing. Welcome back to an Extra Deck Podcast. I am here with Callie, my usual guest. Hopefully we can get rid of him soon. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But it is always great to be back for you guys. As you guys know, you can like, comment, subscribe down below if you want to see more of these alike. And, well, if you just want to support the channel because, you know, y y your boy trying to get to monetization. You know, we almost there. So For real? Really? I I'm like... 800 hours short and that's it i'm like 300 subscribers off and 800 it sounds like yeah yeah it do it, it, it do it sounds like it's a lot but it's really not casual cali's not even that close so, really yeah no nah, casual see, cali's see? not that close maybe so. maybe you should follow on tdd's <laughs> 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 but it is great to be back um this podcast is probably going to be just a little bit shorter because well we on a bit of a time crunch and um it's okay but I would like to start it out and say, you know, I hope you're having a great week. You know, um, mine's been a lot of uh, working, a little bit of stress, but now we're here. Yeah, my, mine has been um, interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I can say that there's so many different things that happen through your week that I, I think people don't appreciate the nuance sometimes. Like yeah. you go through so many things over and over again. Mm -hmm. And then like when you start to notice some of the simple things in life, life becomes a little bit. Yeah, More interesting. You know it, I mean? it definitely does. Um, I noticed in my own reservedness uh, that, like, yeah, if you hold on to those little things versus focusing on like this big picture, like mm -hmm. life becomes so much easier and simpler. Yeah, you yeah. just kind of like glide through, you know. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So I definitely want to go ahead and start off um, discussing a little bit of like Yu-Gi-Oh like history, you know, just like. Kind of talk about it, you know, whether it be behind, like, the scenes or, like, actual decks or just, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! history itself. Well, sit down, young Swipper Schnipper, because you didn't start playing in, like, 2010. That was eight years. I was in the game almost a decade when you started. <laughs> so you was a, a veteran, we'll say? I am a veteran Yu-Gi-Oh! player. I started in 2002 when the cards first came out to American Shores, okay. and I've been playing ever since. So you can say that, yeah, I, um, okay. I, I'm well inversed in into the game. Okay, I definitely, um, I want to say I started about like 2005. Um, obviously wasn't doing much. I was, <laughs> I was, uh, oh, were you like eight? I was maybe? like seven. <laughs> I was like seven. And uh, my first tournament I went, I lost my first round and I dropped. I was like, I'm done. Uh, I didn't win, so I don't get to move on, and that's how I saw it. <laughs> if I if I remember correctly, it was at Comic Oasis too. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, um, we had a shop that was local here in Vegas named Comic Oasis. Um, it eventually ended up closing down, but uh, it was one of the most iconic shops that we could think of, like in that era, pretty much. You know? I agree. That that uh, was a shop called uh, um, OTK Gaming. OTK, that was one of my yes. favorite shops to ever attend. Yep. Uh, Game World, which closed down, that was yep. a great shop. Those those were some yeah. good shops back in the day. I think Game World was probably the most iconic Yu-Gi-Oh shop in Vegas. Um, oh, wholeheartedly agree. There hasn't been one well, more iconic I, yet. But... I gotta say, I gotta say, OTK too. I got, but maybe it's just because I'm an OTK guy. I, like, um, I, I, like I, I would normally agree with you on OTK, but because of how central Game World was and yeah. how many people went to it. Definitely. Game Game World was definitely yes. central. OTK was like on the other edge of the world. Well, OTK was packed, man. Yeah, like, well, it was, yeah, yeah, it's a little hard that, to pack well, a 5 by 5 space. It was like 50, 60 people in there. Yeah. Like, if if we we broke fire code like a hundred percent, dog, yeah. it was crazy. They didn't care though. You guys were playing cardboard. They definitely <laughs> did not care at all. Like actually, I remember back in the day, um, 
I lost my Dark Realm Dragon at ah. that shop. And they actually, I still have the Dark Realm Dragon that I have now. Okay. They actually gave it back. I was like, what? That's a nice shop because most shops that don't have that. Like, like normally, when you lose something, it, it's you lost it. You lost it. Yeah, lost it. but kind of like my ulti abyss dweller. <laughs> you ain't getting, bro. You ain't getting over that. Not getting that back. But yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh history. Uh, what, what exactly? What do we start off at? How do we? I mean, we... I guess we could just start at the fact that like you know LOB and just kind of what it's evolved to. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, the Legend of Blue Eyes came out around that time. I was in the fifth grade, so what, roughly, uh, twelve? Yeah, maybe. Uh, something around that, uh, fourth or fifth grade, and I can remember, like, the only thing that we were ever focused on was Blue Eyes White Dragon, yeah. Dark Magician, and the, Swords of Relief. Yeah, the main protagonist card. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy had a fierce knight. Yeah. Really, really bad things. Um, I do have, uh, uh, a series called, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Stories. Yeah. Um, and I have, like, a whole journey that I oh, tell yeah. people... I got clapped up by Jirai Goop. Like, that's that's Metal Raiders, but that's a little later. Yeah, yeah. Legend of Blue Eyes, it was more so like players were really, or people were really playing by. Um, it was like house rules. Yeah, house rules, dual monsters rules, you yeah. know, stuff like that. It was, rules, it was, whatever it, you want to refer to them, but yeah. Yeah, it was hella casual. I, I think even some of the more hardcore players were like, they were just more like collectors or so. It wasn't necessarily yeah. like a game at the time, Legend of Blue Eyes mm -hmm. game. Of course, there were like very competitive players. But you guys got to remember, social media uh, didn't exist in, in 2002. Yeah. Um, things were really just word of mouth. So, like, we didn't really have local shops in 2002 to go no. to and stuff like that. It was just whoever you yeah. found around the corner and they played. So, Yu-Gi-Oh! was very much different. So, when I say that it was, like, literally house rules, it was literally... Yeah. Show rules, pretty well, much. Well, because the only TCG that we had around at the time would have been Magic the Gathering. Yep. And there weren't many, like, card game shops at that time. Like, nobody really yep. existed, so... And yeah, like, in order for a Magic the Gathering... You gotta remember, even for a Magic the Gathering shop, which... That... I don't even think that happened a lot. I can't remember... I don't yeah. remember any Magic the Gathering shops at the time. But, like... I, I, you know, at least, like, how we have now. But yeah. in order for a Magic the Gathering shop to, uh, to do Yu-Gi-Oh!, they would literally have to take time out of their day or out of their magic schedule to yeah. do a new card. It didn't, it, it did not happen like that. No, like, no. It's crazy how it's evolved. The Legend of Blue Eyes was definitely, um, it was like a beginner set. Think of it kind of like when Master Duel dropped. Right. Everybody's just like, non-competitive Yu-Gi-Oh players, they're just yeah. like getting the cards and having fun and stuff like that. That's yeah, what it was yeah, all about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, I, I think I started probably, like I said, I was around 2005, so I think, what, Dark Realm was just now a thing at that oh, point? Oh God, no, 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 2005? You're the year after Invasion of Chaos. You're dope Okay. That. Okay. Yeah, then so, so I mean, we can yeah. we can skip all the way to there because to be honest with you, um, there wasn't much throughout that well, history. Really, Le Le Legend of Blue Eyes and Metal Raiders were pretty much like weebs, right? Yeah. Magic Ruler came out, and that's when players started to like understand that spell cards that they gave us were were, were ridiculously busted. Yeah. And then that's when we had to like things started to start getting rained back a little harder. Right. Um, Feral Servant was probably when players started to realize that, like, competitive you give. You know what I mean? That's yeah. when people started to think the ideology of playing strong attack monsters, like 1900 and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Dark Crisis gave a skill drain, which, you know, right. normal yeah. monsters, strong attack, beat down. We had, like, different variants. Yeah. So, like, throughout that year, those first two years, mm -hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! was definitely evolving and changing. Invasion right. of Chaos was, like, a game changer. And then roughly a year after that, that's when you came into the game. That okay. was GOAT format. Okay. So yeah, I'd be I'd be entering about GOAT format. And then from that point on, I probably played all the way until 
actually about 2009. I'm looking up at his maps. Oh, so like, crazy. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um, would have been about till about 2009. I would have stopped for about a year and I would have came back for about 2010. Um, I was just playing like sports and stuff like that, like a ton of different like family household things going on as well. Um, and I would have came back to about like Black Wings and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, so 2000, yeah, yeah, 2009, 2010, 2011. Yep. Uh, well, 2000, yeah, 2009, 2000. Yeah, because Trisha oh. was just now being banned when I came back. Oh, crazy, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, excuse me, my apologies. Uh, to brush up on GOAT format, GOAT format was a lot different than what people play now, too. Like, yeah, it's evolved even yeah, more. Like, it, I think when a lot of people look back, you guys got to remember when you're looking back at other, form, you're looking back in hindsight. Yeah. So, of course, things are going to be a lot better. They're going to be a lot different, more, more advanced minds. We can easily go back and just look, oh, we should have played this, this, and this. Yeah, we that, dissect so easily yeah. after we have all of the information. And then also we got to remember, social media was still not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, Soulja social Bo media was not a thing back so in 2000. Yeah, social media wasn't a thing, and Soldier Boy just started his trend on YouTube. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, well, yeah, that was, well, not just yet. Maybe a year after, 2006. Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're, I mean, you're pretty much there. So, mm -hmm. like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. But, like... People putting like deck list online and yeah. stuff like that. That was not available to the majority of players. What we used to have a site called Pojo, <laughs> Duelist Grounds. Yeah, um, TCG Player had a little. Had a, had a they drink. still do. Oh, they. St oh, yeah, God. they still they have still their. Yeah, ah, it's better now. It's better now. You ain't got to search up cards. <laughs> Loco. Yeah, like people used to go in, in metagame. You remember yeah, metagame? Metagame yeah. used to have. It, it was a website. They used to give us information mm -hmm. on these particular cards, but like they even have written articles in the magazines yep. and stuff. But information was still a lot slower. It wasn't like this, you got the information. Yeah. So Yu-Gi-Oh! was still a little chaotic. People play what they want, people play what they liked, and it was really fun. It was really fun from like uh that perspective because people got to play some amazing cards mm -hmm. and not everything was easy to get. Like you no. couldn't just have a black cluster soldier in the back like that doesn't happen yeah yeah it's not like today where everybody opens a case and then you have everything you need and nobody likes to trade anymore yeah. like you actually had to go searching for stuff that you wanted and know what you were looking for because if you didn't yeah you were just doing stuff aimlessly yeah like i i, I would go as far as to say the people that play goat format now are playing an extremely saturated version of goat because not everybody had all of the cards that you have like torrental tribute was an yeah. ultra rare Yu-Gi-Oh card with no reprint Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Ring of Destruction, another really hard to get card. Uh, Xarian Universe was a secret. Like, if you guys decide to play the Xarian Universe version, yeah, I don't like that one. Version. But it's still yeah, it's yeah, a it secret. was a secret like, team you know. promo. Um, there, there's also uh, uh, Delinquent Duo, yeah. extremely hard to get cards. So like, yeah, people like to play these this over exaggerated version of goats that did not exist back then right. because people did not have that. That accessibility. accessibility. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's hard, to, and especially now those cards are older, so there's a lot more in circulation from like reprints and everything. Not even just reprints, but like damaged, lightly used. You know. Oh like, yeah, 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 definitely. You know, definitely. there's so many different um, conditioned ones that like make it so much easier for you to obtain and be able to play that format. Mm -hmm. That that's why we have that saturatedness. Yeah, exactly. You know, because um, like I said, people just open up cases now and they have everything they need. So by that time that you have so much, you, you've ended up with everything. I felt like you taking shots. I mean, when you're talking about opening cases, dog, well, you got something you want to tell me? Well, <laughs> this uh, is your intervention. <laughs> <laughs> Moving up to 2009, I actually really enjoyed that Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, and yeah. it's strictly because 
it's a lot of nostalgia to it. I'm not, yeah. not going to say that it was the best format ever. Um, it was a no. fun format. It was one of those formats that I enjoyed playing. And it I wasn't terrible. It just yeah. like was not terrible at all. It a was really amount. good. There, there were some cards that were really problematic. Dark Strike Rider. Yeah. Dark Strike Rider. Ridiculous. Goyo. Goyo. Uh, but Goyo, Goyo was like... Goyo felt like... It got hit more than it should have been. Well, by the time Goyo got hit, it was like, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know what I mean? But but Goyo felt like um, a mid range card, like almost. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of like oh. a current Yu-Gi-Oh card. Goyo felt like Bistios. Okay. Like really good, really powerful, but only for the meta. Yeah, and not necessarily centering around like this card is overpowered. It right. needs to be banned. It was like, yo, it's powerful, but it's like it has it's, to get it, there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like yeah, it's it's a good card. That's it. It's like a really really good card that everybody plays. So. Yeah, and I guess looking back, it's really hard to have like. A level two and a level four like tuner and sync like monster at the time or a three and three for it to be overpowered rescue cat for it to be overpowered rescue cat to make it you so now you, you going back on your on your argument I'm, I'm saying it's really good it's just not ban worthy that's what i'm saying like the, there's not too many monsters that would um facilitate it so much that makes it overpowered is what i'm saying rescue cat Rescue Cat is fine. That is one of the Summoner Monk. Okay. That, that's that's already six ways. Okay. Uh, uh emergency teleport. Okay. But none of those cards got hit. You're right. Oh, oh, okay. I think I know what you're saying. You're talking about they didn't. Okay. Yes. Um, Summoner Monk did get hit at one point in time, if I remember correctly. I mean, they got hit, but not for that combo and that reason. Yeah, Summoner Monk got hit because Summoner Monk was. I can't believe Summoner Monk was ridiculous. Now. Summoner Monk was ridiculous when X Seeds first bro, got dropped. Bro, it was a crush card. No, it couldn't be tributed, right? I don't remember. I'm old. But Summoner Monk, if I remember correctly, it was a crush card target that got you into Arcanite Magician and could summon an addition. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Summoner Monk to Summoner Monk to Rescue Cat was like the bee's knees. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to talk about any level six that should have been hit sooner, um, Brionic and Light Swarms. <laughs> Free double Lumina Ditch and then resummon Lumina, 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 Milf, Wolf, Wolf, Wolf. Your, yeah. your boomer is definitely speaking right here. <laughs> Thor got two hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, but from there, I think another kind of format. I think me and TJ can both remember this. I think this is the one we can start talking about together. Is the windup format? Yeah, I hate that format. I love that format. You love that. I, I love that it. format. I hate it. Though. I love that format. Loopy it, for it was it was play windups or playing sectors, guys. There was no. I played both. Was, you either play one or the other. You don't. Yeah. You don't. You can't really play anything else. So I didn't really like that format for that reason. I am still advocating for them to ban Hunter and give me my Zen Matey back. What does Zen Matey do? Zen Matey does Zen nothing. Soon. I mean, it's a master door and it's trash, so I expect that to still happen. Now, why are you looking at me like you're crazy? I'm just telling you what I it just is. Want my, I just want my toys back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, that format was definitely one of the... Um, funner formats for me because I just had so much access to those cards and I already had them I was playing them and I just loved it um, but we all know Callie doesn't like to play you know toys and stuff so I, I, yeah I, I mean whatever look man whatever you do with your rose is your, your business right? amen amen so anyway no <laughs> but, oh man but that was that would also be the format that we ended up meeting and then pretty much we're like 
at least outside of Yu-Gi-Oh is to where we're here now. Yeah, like, that's pretty you know? crazy. That's crazy. Um, but that that brings a lot of like stories and stuff through those formats and stuff too. I Great times, bad format. Yeah, <laughs> in my opinion. In yeah. my opinion. TJ, TJ's all fucking roses and, and, and guns and roses, or not guns and roses. And he's all, yo, this is this glitz and glamour. Like he's like, yo, this is the <laughs> best time ever. I'm like, yo, you guys are cool, but the time is trash. Yeah, like, the yeah. format's trash. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting there yeah. hand looping people for five. Like, yeah, yeah, this is fun. Like, I hated that format. But yeah, what, you were saying that it was um, some some pretty memorable times. What, yeah, what yeah. were you thinking about? Um, it just brings like a lot of back like Game World stuff. Like um, I remember Shockmaster had just dropped and this was a thing. I was playing windups and like Tox this man stays toxic, bro. Bro, what? I'm gonna get you a shirt that just says toxic on your dog. It's literally I'll just wear it every day. Oh my god. <laughs> you won't take a shower either. No. Nope. Toxic! I'm gonna, I'm gonna get toxic tatted across my chest without the X. <laughs> it's gonna have a K. <laughs> T-I-K-I-K-S. Toxic. Toxic. Talking. My son might think it's a talkie dog. I don't know what to tell you, man. Oh god. Oh, oh my man. god. But that was I yeah, I love that. Um I think that also has a lot to do with Game World too, because Game World definitely made um you know, the environment, like your shop makes sure you know, Yeah. Your, if your locals is a great locals, yeah. I, I think it almost doesn't matter what uh situation you're in. Mm -mm. It's a great local. And yeah. I wholeheartedly agree that that was um, that was a great time for for us. Yeah, uh, it might not have been a great time to Yu-Gi-Oh, but the local shops was banging. We had three right. of them. Uh, we had we play. We had we play. OTK was still slightly a OTK thing during was, Game World. OTK was still there. Yeah. And then we had Game the World Maximum Comics. Two Maximum Comics. One in no, no, no. Maximum Comics didn't open their second location until like a couple years later. Okay, well, regardless. So actually, actually we had going... six. Okay, yeah. Because there was the one on near OTK, but further than OTK. Yeah, and we used to go store hopping a lot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, that yeah. was the time. We I was also in school, so it was easy for me to just go do whatever the hell I wanted. <laughs> yeah, those were the ghetto days. And oh, then yeah. after that, the Firewater format hit was yep. a year later. Um, and then right during that, we had... Oh, no, not Firewater. Um, it would have been Dragon Ruler format. Dragon Ruler format followed afterwards. Yep. That's where we went to Worlds. That yes. was pretty good. Well, that was when really I got good. my super quick draws from Turbo oh, Pack for like 20 God. bucks a piece. When you got your um, Maxi, your yeah, German yeah. Maxi, like a dummy. This man traded his English Maxi for... That already sounds bad to today's standards. That's like the worst thing yeah. you can do. Yeah. This man traded his German Maxi for an English Maxi and he gave up cards. Or okay, so to be fair, back in the day, foreign cards were definitely worth more than English cards for whatever fucking reason. But I definitely did trade up because I am a German and Italian whore and I love my German and Italian cards. <laughs> Italian cards in Europe are actually seen as the worst cards. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and I he still was trading up for his him. English cards and then the people would trade the English cards to the German people because they want the English cards like mm -hmm. oh my god and they were definitely making money off of me while I was making money off of everybody else <laughs> but oh, no there was there's at Worlds there was one situation we're walking around we're doing our thing and we see this guy we walk up and we're like yo you got trades and he's like yeah so we're going through the binder and we see tournament pack quick draw synchrons and at the time these are like one of the most sought after cards because synchro was just a huge deck and we we ask him how much he's he wants it for and i think he says like they're like 20 bucks and at the time they'd be like 40 50 bucks or something cali could not pull out of his wallet faster than me like it just did not happen and i bought those cards instantly. Yeah. 
<laughs> I bought those cards instantly, and I just got glares all day long because I had them. Yeah, I, I got my DT Constellar Pleiades uh, yep. for like five dollars each. Yeah. I picked up a, a few Arclor Christias for like ten bucks each. Yeah, the secret or secrets, right? The secrets. Yep. Yeah. So like, I mean, I definitely didn't leave that one hungry. I, yeah. I had a lot of fun there. It was it was a yeah. great. A great tournament. It was really, really, really Yeah, fun. Vegas Worlds was fun. Um, we played Giant Card. Um, back when Giant Card wasn't win a Giant Card, it was, it was played with Giant Cards. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. We when played the, with the Giant... I remember that. The blue eye structure yeah, that just yeah, came yeah, out and everything. Yeah. And we, we, was, had, we was... We yeah. were doing our Yugi out there, Yeah, man. We was, yeah. Yeah, we had to have somebody... Um, <laughs> narrate and then the mm -hmm. other person's in the background play the cards i remember yeah. that and it was a side event so like you just had fun and then you got prizes for just reenacting something yeah. like it was then, then we tried to like get all the tickets to get the sleeves and stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that was honestly that was probably one of the biggest highlights of 2013 i think it was 2013 2013 um, and because we never got like a big event since before worlds like that i think and we, then had we started getting big events after that You're somewhat right. spotty no, but they, we they got gave more. us more they gave us a YCS and then we didn't see any YCS from there. What do you mean? We had the biggest no, YCS right. yeah, yeah, yeah. after we a while. We had the 2014, the Fire Fist format. Yeah. Back to the hat format, we had a YCS and then we skipped the YCS. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right, you're right. So, like, it took a while for us to get events um, because Konami doesn't like Vegas for some weird reason. You know, I guess they don't like gambling or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, one of their biggest incomes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no. Um, and then we pretty much moved on to Shadow format where I ended up quitting for a while. I was gone for like, what, five, six years at that point? Yeah, you were gone for a while. Yeah. It was, it was fairly depressing, guys, because mm -hmm. I had to try to find some other dogs. And the other dogs are not, they're not TJ. And to be fair, when you guys look at back at videos of me playing on Dual Challenge, Live Duel, Friday Night, like whatever the series was at the time, I wasn't that versed in Yu-Gi-Oh. I was honestly just helping out my bro here because, you know, this is family. So like, I, he need help, I'm gonna help him. Like, I don't no, no questions asked. Yeah. Um, and so he had to learn like a lot on the fly. Yeah, I was, I was learning a lot and, um, Eventually, I was just playing so much. I was like, "Why don't I just get back into the game? Like, I'm playing all the time, every Got week." Him. Like, nah. yeah, yeah. Now he's trying to unload his collection, but what he don't know? No. <laughs> I'm so glad that he's back in, though. It's it's really fun. Um, yeah. If we can get the rest of the boys, like, fuck going to locals, dog. If we could all just get together and we can play Yu-Gi-Oh, like, yeah, like dual house Yu-Gi-Oh, that. I, that would I'd be, be that would be amazing to have like a, a game house dedicated to Yu-Gi-Oh players. Yeah. Like I think there's only been one other time that's been done, and it didn't really work out as well as we like seen esports do it. Um, and I think that would be great because who doesn't want to test at two in the morning while you high as hell, drunk as hell, having fun? Okay, maybe it's just me. <laughs> no, no, you and everybody else. Yeah. You said two in the morning. I'm like, my guy, I'm, I gotta go to I gotta go to the gym in two hours. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, so what we're trying to do is make Callie very tired for the gym. <laughs> Can't go to the gym if you're too tired for the gym. Uh, see, you got me see. There. Oh man, but I think that would be pretty fun. Maybe, maybe in the future, maybe. Maybe I mean we we might have the resources to be able to do something very soon. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I mean Yu-Gi-Oh. After that, 2015 and 16, when he quit, um, yeah. they trash. I ain't even really gonna talk about it. Yeah. 2017, not that much better. All the way until he came back. I ain't gonna count. All the way until he came back. I I I never. It wasn't like I wasn't having fun playing Yu-Gi-Oh, but it was kind of like going through the motions because like at the end of the day, I was like, yo, I'm, by my, I'm out here by myself, you know, yeah. 10 toes down, you know, I ain't, 
I ain't got no dogs with me. Uh, Matt quit. Yeah. Leo quit. Well, no, Matt never really quit. He just never came around anymore. And well, he moved. Matt, yeah, well, yeah, Matt. No, he did quit. He did quit. He, he kind of quit. Working out a hot dog factory. He kind of quit. He still had some of his stuff, like the stuff that he wanted to keep. And yeah. then when he moved back, he just well, man, played. Man, man was working with working on glizzies. So I don't yeah, know what he was doing. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Then we when he came talk back, about them glizzies. Then when he came back, he was huge in the D and D. Yeah. So um, he didn't play, but. You know, it was really just me by my solo dolo until you came back. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, not many, many YouTubers have, like, that, like, partner in crime, that, like, second person, their, their, their brother, whatever it may be, you know. Like, obviously, they have a group and they have friends and stuff like that, but they don't have, like, that, that person right there, you know. And so, um, I definitely see the shift in the content. And, you know, like, obviously, you're having way more fun now, especially definitely. me, too. I'm having so much fun. Definitely. Um, I hope you guys as viewers have just as much as fun as we do making the videos. Because, like, if you're not, we got to step it up. Because that's that's the point of a video is you guys have as much fun as we do. Yeah. And when he's taking these big L's, I hope y'all are having the most fun. Like, bro, I, I, <laughs> like, my biggest thing when we go on a dual challenge every single week and I give TJ a challenge because he's normally not a, a super extroverted guy. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I always try to give us another challenge. Like, hey, we, I want to structure videos like this. I want us to talk like this to help you guys understand, but also still be more entertaining for yeah. the content. And every single time, I feel like we get better and better and better. Yeah. It's like, I look at the video, I'm like, yo, this is this is crazy. Like, yeah. this is really, really awesome to watch. And it and it's really awesome to uh, to see the growth and development of, of Dual Challenge. And yeah. hopefully, like, you know, um, we get more eyes on it. I, I need to promote it a little bit more. I yeah, think so. I think the advertisement is where we really need to go with it. Mm -hmm. um, but you're absolutely correct. I do need a challenge in order to make sure that these dual challenges are as fun as possible because otherwise I'm a very introverted person. I am super, super reserved and held back. And if I don't give myself something to yeah. go over the top with, I'm not going to be as you guys see me. Um, and truthfully, I separate myself so well that sometimes I fool myself and I think that like, I'm Bro, just yeah, normally like this. I'm like, yo, TJ, what are we doing here? I'm like, <laughs> he'd be like, yo! I'd be like, hold on, wait, type, that's me. I'm yeah, like, yeah. He gets excited, he gets me excited. I'm like, yo. Yeah, yeah, because you know, Plunderbuster! Hey, yo, Plunder is best deck! Let's go! Plunderbuster! one hour to like go from ah plunder's okay to be like yo what the fuck is yeah. this yeah like one hour and though. you think it's not that much when you just normal summon a white beard and then say go but like it's so Bro, much it's, so, it's new, so much the new blunder we'll, we'll probably should talk about that for another yeah thing, or another podcast yeah. oh my god i'm in love with that deck it's, yeah i think any fiend deck is just like all right let's go that's your bummies Yep. Evil Eye, yep. Blunder Patrol, mm -hmm. like all of the Fiend decks. And Except I, for Dark World. And then I still end up playing those Fiend decks because I'm the Fiend player. No, you can, no I, I like Fiends. You That's why play I play Dark Burning World. Abyss, I play Phantom Knights, play I play... Yep. I give you Dark World. Mm -hmm. I don't like those other ones. Mm -hmm. Phantom Knights aren't even Fiends, they're Warriors. I mean, the, the Cherubini side is Fiends when you play Burning Abyss, you know. <laughs> That's like saying I'm black on my mama's side, <laughs> or my daddy's side. On my daddy's baby mama side, I'm black. My daddy's baby mama side. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh man. Um, but I think we're gonna go ahead and get into a couple of questions here. Um, you know, your favorite person, Doodle, asked some questions. I love Doodle. Man. Um, He's awesome. So Doodle asked um, if we were to ever get an anime-based deck um, that we haven't obviously already seen, what would it be, and what is the gimmick or summoning mechanic behind it? 
He wants us to make a new anime-based deck? I'm lost here. So like, like take your favorite anime or whatever, an anime that you wish got an archetype in Yu-Gi-Oh! And then what would it also be for like summoner mechanic or okay. gimmick? Um, huh. I, I mean, I would say, but we already I already got that kind of. Like, ah. Eltlich is Overlord. Not really. We're yeah. close enough. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, yeah. Um, I can't think of another anime that I really, really, really like. I'm going to pass it to you. Okay. So, um, for me, there's this anime that I really, really love. Um, oh, man. The name of it is like... Okay. So, as I'm looking at the name, I'm just going to describe it to you. So, um, basically... I'm not going to be able to find the name and look. But this anime is based around like a video game, almost kind of like Sword Art Online. Um, but you have like this built-in like chip. It's a little bit more advanced in the future, and you enter this game, and it's like a fighting game. It's almost so it's like Tekken, kind of. Okay. Um, it ha it was very short seasons. Um, it only had like one or two seasons, so it's not like you know, it's like is most it animes. No, it's actually pretty old. Oh. Like I would say like early 2010s. Oh, crazy. So um, and I would love to see Cold it. No, no. Ah, oh, now I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, like I'm, like I'm literally trying to figure this out. I'm like, they're like I'm trying to figure out the closest thing to it. Only oh, Code Lyoko. Um, it's it's. Uh, I can't think of any other ones right now. Well, yeah, look it up. Look it up. Look it up, was look like up. something speed. Speed? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, if I had to make one, I'm gonna go ahead and be basic as hell. I'm gonna turn Yu Yu Hakusho into an anime. So it's gonna be based off of um. Uh, demons and, and and well, apparitions and demons. Yeah. Basically, uh, you have a cart that your Yusuke, you're a meshy cart. Yeah. And you can equip it with uh, certain cards to turn it into a demon or use its spirit energy. Mm -hmm. uh, like so, the Yusuke cart when it's equipped yeah. with a demon cart, you go into your extra deck and you summon a demon extra deck monster. Right. Or you can summon a spirit extra deck monster. Stuff like that. It's basically like an equip deck that allows you to summon extra deck monsters to your side of the build. I thought that was pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, I just cannot find this name, apparently. Um, it's like... Speed, Leo Speed Code Lyoko. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Speed Accelerator Anime. Um, I'm probably just going to chop this out. Okay. Just because I want to find it. I actually want to find the name of this. It was like... I'm getting a different anime and it's not what it is. What the fuck was it? Maybe if I go to Crunchyroll actually. Do I still have it downloaded? Nope. What the fuck? Crunchyroll.com. Sorry. No. <laughs> um. Is it Excel World? Oh, it might be. It is Excel World. Okay. Okay. So the anime name is Excel World, if you guys haven't seen it. It's based on this like little short, stubby, chubby kind of kid who gets bullied basically. Um, this one girl pretty much ends up seeing it and she introduces him to this game, which is a fighting game where he's basically able to pretty much just relieve all of his like anger. Um, but it kind of turns for the worse because he ends up like losing some of his friends within the game and like they get like captured, you know, kind of held hostage and stuff. So he has to like figure out how to pretty much like beat these people. And he ends up with one of the rarest um, abilities in the game, which is just simply flying like a, a jetpack for flying. 
he ends up losing it, has to train again, and finds another way to basically refly again. And um, so for the mechanic that I basically wanted to do is, or like see, is just like a monster that basically re like brings itself back and kind of makes itself a little bit bigger or stronger in a certain way, whether it be cool. through like protection or like attacking. Mm -hmm. um, so basically like main monsters, instead of an extra deck, kind of just coming back and just doing like, you know, cool things. Um, basically fighting for its archetype <laughs> okay that's dope that's dope yeah that's dope. um so i think stuff like that would be pretty cool obviously we have stuff like um live twin which is pretty animated you know stuff like that um, well they're based off of malware if i remember correctly malware but they're like the card archetype or like the art is pretty oh okay yeah you know yeah, like yeah, pretty yeah. animated they're they're like vtuber malware yeah they yeah they're like hip-hop artists yeah, yeah. um another question i have here is what's your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh game like you know like like virtual game obviously. i guess master Duel. master Duel, really i think master Duel runs by default because all the other ones are fucking ass i will agree on that second part um for me um due to the nostalgia factor is i don't remember if you remember one of the ones on the um ds but it was Trumador of nightmare no i was gonna say you bum no no, no. <laughs> it was like when the, the ds the first ds came out Trumador of nightmare is it yeah i think so yeah. maybe um it's more again like i said nostalgia you um bum <laughs> Well, actually, one of my friends was playing it, and because he played it, I was like, yo, I'm going to pick this up. We're going to play together. We're going to do cool things. We're going to go through a story, and we're going to be this DM master because um, I, I, I didn't get to no master status. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, if I had to pick another one, like, that's not master Duel, Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Worldwide Edition. Okay. That was my shit. Okay. I loved Yu-Gi-Oh! Worldwide Edition. I played that game for hours <laughs> like i played it to the end of time that was my favorite one all right um and then the last question that i have for you and for us is what's the best slash favorite story of you top decking um like the out basically like you draw the out or i never top deck the out you always top deck the out <laughs> I, don't, I don't get lucky enough to top deck the out what does that mean I mean, I guess you could just be like me and draw a rejuve off of a rejuve off of a rejuve. Oh my god, that's when I realized you were a little piece of trash, dog. Okay, so there was one night, Dragon Rollers and Fire Fist had just came out, right? Like, this is right after Fire Fist came out. Dragon Rollers had already been out for, like, I think a set. We got a, we got a Dragon um, Roller deck. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sets were a little bit different. I don't think they were every three months at that time. They were just kind of randomly just dropped. No, no, no. They were. They were? Okay. Yeah, they were. My, my mind might be a little bit spotty, but... We didn't have uh, the side sets. Like, okay, yeah, that, so, that makes sense. Because, yeah, we got the um, special editions, yeah, not side much. sets. We okay, we got special editions and tins all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so, Fire Fist is a thing. Callie wants to play test Fire Fist. He wants to figure out what's the best. Three axis, four axis, whatever, you know, the best version is. I'm playing Dragon Roller after it's been hit, so it's like plant Dragon Roller, you know. No, 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 no. This was this was OG Dragon Roller. No, no, no it wasn't. Super it was hit. Rejuvenation was bad. Super. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is OG Dragon Roller. Okay. So we're playing Dragon Roller, right? And this is a, like your first house over. Yeah. 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 Out. yeah, yeah. So um, we're playing, and every. How can I forget this? Yeah. <laughs> every game, I see three rejuves. Just draw, cheating. draw. Draw. He draw, was cheating. Draw. He was draw. cheating. Like he was cheating. He wishes he was I was cheating, cheating but he, he shuffled cheating. my deck every time. Like I don't know what it, he wants from me. It did like, not matter what I did. This man opened triple region, and I'm just like, all right, whatever. What whatever. am I supposed to do? I'm supposed it, to it was it was the first time I think TJ consistently beat me, and I was upset. I was upset because he he yeah. would just win, and I'd yeah. be like, 
Yeah. I, and to be fair, I was not that good of a player back then. Like, I was terrible. I, I barely knew how not to overextend. I barely knew how to draw hold rejuve, resources. I guess. Yep. Just draw a rejuve and you won't need to not overextend, let alone have resources. Yeah. yeah for me, I don't think I have a top deck story. Um, I can't think of any top deck story. Um, didn't our top deck a Regeki on a dual challenge? Probably. They got, no. It had to be a dual challenge. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I top decked something on a dual challenge. That was pretty exciting. But other than, I don't think I have too many top deck moments. Actually, I got another one for you guys. You know, we was playing Aturia, and I had Gravekeeper's Trap, and I called that Forbidden Droplet. Oh! <laughs> you remember when I called Triple Tactics Talent? Hobie <laughs> <laughs> picks up his card. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on, whoa. I got Gravekeeper's Trap. And I was like, ah, Triple Tactics Talent. He just throws it on the ground. I'm like... I really needed that triple <laughs> Like, I really... I was going to force his monster... Never mind. <laughs> it was my game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I think that's it from you, big dog. I don't think... Do you have anything else? Awesome. Well, like I said in the beginning, this is going to be somewhat of a shorter episode. Um, it is going to be just over 30 minutes, so I hope you guys really enjoy it. I love making these. I love having a podcast. It's one of my... I've always dreamed of doing this, so thank you guys for watching. I really appreciate it. Do you have anything for the outro? No, uh, you guys, hey, man, look, I, I understand that it's the beginning of the, the year. Uh, it's going to be a lot of work ahead of us. We got, uh, you know, 11 whole months. Mm -hmm. Remember, guys, if anything does happen and hopefully nothing happens to you, remember, you still got 11 whole months yeah. to make it right. And I hope you guys are having an amazing day. But if you don't, don't let what happened at the beginning of your day ruin the rest of your day. Because, you know, life is too short to be at war with yourself. So, you know, make sure you push it on. Because we excited to see what you do, big dog. We are, dog. We are. And with that being said, thank you for watching. And I'll catch you on the next one.